Hi, I'm Luke Walker, and this is Inside Industry with IREO, the premier podcast about WSU researchers who fund their work privately, which is also known as industry. Today, we're interviewing Ming Tang, chair of the Department of Biological Systems Engineering at WSU. Ming, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine, thank you. So your lab has led efforts to develop an industrial-sized system to sterilize foods. Why would you want to sterilize food with microwaves? Well, for shelf-stable product, like canned product, you need to get rid of the pathogens and spoil its bacteria so that you can store the product at room temperature for a long time. In order to do that, you have to sterilize. We call it commercial sterilize meaning that you uh, control the pathogens, but also the spoilage bacteria spores that could potentially germinate in an oxygen-free environment, in, in a canned environment. So we call it sterilized products. Do the sterilization before you deliver the product to the consumers and mm-hmm. store them uh, at ambient environment. So it helps preserve food in a way, like to get rid of bacteria and all that. Yes, it is. Uh, sterilization is a terminology we uh, we use to uh, to talk about the product that's been free of uh, pathogens and spoilage, bacteria that could damage quality losses and also diseases of consumers. So it's basically just to make sure that your food is free of bacteria and people don't get sick. Does that help get rid of specific diseases? Is there something that consumers or manufacturers that are always trying to make sure that isn't within their products, such as salmonella or anything like that? Yeah, uh, there's two levels of uh, thermal processing uh, in, in the food industry. One type of thermal processing we call the pasteurization. That is for vegetative cells uh, and uh, you need storage refrigeration temperature. This is a more uh, milder uh, uh, thermal processing. So you, you, you can uh, ship the product in a refrigerated condition and store them uh, at safe uh, 4 degrees C. Um, so that's the pasteurization, like milk. Typically it's been pasteurized, uh, but it has a limited uh, shelf life, even in refrigeration. Sterilization is the technology that you actually control spores that could germinate and then cause spoilage as well in at ambient temperature. For that, you have to use a higher temperature, typically 250 Fahrenheit. Is that exactly how microwave sterilization works? Or can you explain the micro sterilization process? Yes. Uh, so, so, so I have to look at the, uh, the general background of food industry. Um, canning has been utilized over the last 100 years. Uh, and you, have, you see a canned product. Uh, that is being util, uh, uh, sterilized using, we call it retort. That is a pressure cooker. So you prepackage your product and then you put in the, in the uh, pressurized vessel and then you raise the temperature, typically use a steam or sprayed water at high pressure to heat from outside to inside. So once you get inside temperature and the package to a certain level, say 250 Fahrenheit, inactivate the spores, you kill them. Uh, then we cool the product down within the package. Then those products are sterilized. And then you can store room temperature for a long time. Uh, but those process using conventional canning process takes a long time, uh, typically one hour. During that period, you inactivate the spores, which uh, we want to reduce the spore and, uh, to a certain level, typically one to the troughs uh, that, uh, that kind of 
very high level of inactivation. And then you also uh, thermally damage some of the product uh, quality, uh, including texture, color. Um, so, so that's the disadvantage of a conventional canning process. And by using microwave, we can shorten the process to uh, the time to, uh, for the product to reach that temperature and to kill the spores uh, while uh, maintaining the product quality. So that was the motivation why we use a different way of deliver thermal energy into the package to inactivate the spore while maintaining the quality of the products. So how is your industrial microwave system different than the microwave I have in my kitchen to like reheat my pizza? So first, this system um, is uh, much more uh, industrial type. And then we have to provide a certain type of uh, high level of energy into, into the package in a controlled manner because all the canned product or thermal process product that is shelf stable require FDA acceptance. That's for the general products. If, the meat, if there are meats, uh, the product contains meat, poultry and egg product will have to go through FDA, FSIS. So in order to get a regulatory acceptance, you have to make sure that uh, you provide a scientific basis to show them that the process utilized in the industry is going to be very repeatable. And also the product uh, has to be totally free from uh, pathogens. So there's a certain type of industrial design requirement and a scientific basis to support that, that product is going to be safe for consumers. The domestic oven uh, is a, just a heating device. It's, it's just a very simple and easy to use of devices uh, that can heat your, pro, uh, heat your uh, like a cup of tea or other products. But the heating is random. There's no guarantee that you can reach a certain temperature. So, so it's just a, a normal heating device. So this is a totally different design. Then we also use uh, different frequencies. Uh, we call it 915 megahertz that give you much deeper penetration. And the, and the generation of the microwave is driven by high power generators, typically about 10 to 20, sometimes 60 kilowatts uh, of generator. Uh, it's very energy efficient and high power. What were the biggest challenges or barriers in developing your system? The biggest challenge is to design a system that is repeatable, easy to use, but most importantly, that you can ensure that the product are safe. If you think about industrial operations, 24 hours a day, many, many days of operations and millions of packages going through the system, uh, each of those packages has to be safe. So that's the challenge is to large throughput, predictable performance, and also you have to support that, you have to validate it. Where did your work with microwave sterilization even begin? It started 1996 or 97, about over 20 years ago. Um, how we get started is very interesting. I had a meeting in Boston. It's a part of the International Microwave Power Institute annual meeting. At that time, I was introduced to US Army uh, Natick Soldier Center, they are responsible for producing, developing technology for MREs, meal ready to eat. 
so they were trying to solve the challenge of uh, industrial process for MRE by they want to produce better quality MREs for soldiers. So we talked in Boston about how we can address those uh, uh, quality issues faced by experienced by product in the canning process. Then that was the starting point for me to think about utilizing microwave as a novel process for MRE. And then we got uh, support from US Army Natick Soldier Center. Later on, we got grant from Department of Defense. And then we formed industrial consortia. Two, number one is to develop a kind of proof of concept system. And number two is to get FDA acceptance. So we were able to recruit with help from US Army, uh, many companies to join these efforts and, and brought their expertise and also some resources to build a system. Um, and then we'll look at the products as well. And then we jointly work with FDA to get acceptance. So this is quite a bit of a team effort across, you know, from between academia and uh, industry and the government agencies. How has industry been involved with your research and how has it been helpful? So, uh, yeah, we, we did get a lot of support from, uh, from uh, big companies like uh, Kraft, General Mills, uh, later on, uh, Ma, Moss, and uh, Hormel, uh, and the packaging companies. Uh, because they share the same interest in developing new technologies over the traditional canning process. Now, everybody can see that there's a, a quality issue related to canned products. So the industry had, had a very strong desire to work in together with a university like us to jointly develop uh, those technologies. So I benefit from their insight, their perspective, and also their resources. They provide support, engineering support, but also money support, cash, to help us to build systems. Uh, in the, uh, we call the pilot plan system to prove a concept. Of course, there's a broad experiences from there. Uh, many, many engineers and scientists that brought to the team for us to see the real needs. How can people get involved with your research if they're interested in what you're doing and want to get involved? So we have already moved through many stages. Uh, if you use the term of uh, technology ready, readiness level, we are, so it's from one to nine. One is a very small concept development and the nine is commercialization. So we're already at a stage of, uh, in, the, in the microwave sterilization technology, we're already at a stage nine, which is commercialization already. So industry already, companies already utilize it. The pasteurization technology, we are at a stage of about seven, which is the pilot plant development were already complete. And now industry is developing uh, commercial systems. So we are actually working more on the application side, using the technology to provide ready-to-eat meals for different kinds of applications. For example, consumers that have some health problems, they need a certain type of diet that we can actually produce some samples that is uh, free from viruses, pathogens, and we can actually deliver to hospitals and uh, medical schools for them to test trials. And also we are working with companies to see how their product perform in this technology by using this technology. So we are more looking at the, the uh, consumer end, the application side now. So any companies that are interested in working with us, see how this technology can benefit their portfolio 
and their consumers, we have a pilot plant unit. We actually can provide service. But also what in, uh, interesting in the space program, we, I was a summer fellow at NASA Johnson Space Center 2004. And since then we have some project with NASA through different companies. And we see that our technology can provide virus free and pathogen free, uh, bacteria and viral passenger free uh, meals. So any space program companies are uh, interested in exploration of Mars or Moon, so we can actually help them to develop meals for uh, special teams. Are there foods that you sterilize more than others, or do you just have foods that you completely just focus on sterilizing? No, actually sterilization is one type of product we uh, our system can produce. Uh, it's a ready-to-the-meal with a few days of shelf life, maybe up to six weeks of shelf life. And the quality uh, is much higher. So like frozen meals that can be uh, pasteurized uh, in our system, then you don't need refrozen, freezing stage. So you can have ready to the meal uh, that only need heating in the oven, maybe a, a microwave oven, and it's high quality. So um, we see more application in the pasteurized meals rather than sterilized meals through the e-commerce, through delivery systems. Um, so you don't, you won't be, consumer won't be concerned about uh, that meals that contains bacteria or viruses after going through our system. Do you sterilize frozen meals? No, we don't sterilize it. We pasteurize it. For, for frozen meal or pasteurize, meaning that we raise the temperature inside to 70 degrees C or maybe uh, 90 degrees C depend upon the need for shelf life. And those are what we call the pasteurized uh, meals, not sterilized. Sterilized has a special term that you increase the temperature to inactivate the spores. And then after sterilization, these products can be stored at room temperature. But, but those thermal processing is much more severe. And the pasteurized meals uh, can be frozen or can be stored in refrigeration. So you don't need to uh, raise the temperature to that high. And then the product is much better. I don't have a whole lot of other questions. Is there anything that you like to add about your research or what you're doing, just so those who are in our audience can know about what you're doing? Yeah, we've been, uh, as I said, we've been working with medical school, WSU medical school to develop hash meal, uh, dash meal, D-A-S-H meal for high blood patients uh, for uh, clinical trials. Um, but we are also open to work with any company that interested in using our pilot plan units. We have a, a, a professional kitchen area, prepare meals, we can package it, we can process it to prove the concept. Uh, so, so we can do a, a service kind of a con, uh, project with any company interested in utilizing our facilities. And we are very interested in any company, working with any company that interested in uh, bringing the meals to space programs. We are very open to any companies, small, medium-sized, or large company to collaborate with us uh, and to expand our application to different kind of uh, consumer groups. That's good to know. Well, thanks for putting that out there, Juming, and thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate your time, and you're doing some really interesting work with pasteurization and sterilization. So thank you so much for sharing the work that you do. Thank you. I'm Luke Walker, and this is Inside Industry with iReo.